you're right there, Bree. <laughs> I'm not that gone. <laughs> Hey guys. Oh, yeah. Uh let's talk to our our listeners. Hey neighbors, what's up? This what's is up? Our True Crimes and Paranormal Podcast with a hint of neighborhood drama. That's Bree and that is Amy. And Oh yeah, uh, well what's with the neighbors? If you haven't chimed in on that yet. If you if you if you didn't know what you were listening to when you pulled open opened up your listening app, then you are a dumb dumb. <gasps> Bree, don't talk to people like that. They are. If they don't know, that's Although true. Although I will say, a couple of times I will like open something on my like, especially on my computer, and like something in the background will just start playing, and I'm like, which file? Which which application? Which tab? Wh- what's yeah. playing music? Is it this YouTube video? Is it my music? Does is that it my stress podcast? you out so yes, much? Yeah, it does. Because I'm like, I'm gonna miss something, or I don't know, it's gonna mess something up. But also, like, I wasn't planning on listening to something the second I opened up my yeah. laptop. Yeah, yeah, like, calm down, laptop. Calm down. You later. You know, I know Spotify will will do um, if you're done with an episode and there's like no other episodes after that on a podcast it will start playing like the next uh thing like kind of like in your queue or on your list i've never finished a podcast before so have you yeah i do it all the time no no i mean not like not like an i mean like an entire show on a podcast oh. not like an episode <clears throat> i've never finished a single episode I'm like, not even our own <laughs> <laughs> can't stand to listen to amy and Bree. you're so um, annoying yeah like but i really. caught up on my favorite murder so it would like start playing the next like it would whatever podcast like other a similar podcast pod- yeah yeah um and it, it does it to ours when i'm done listening to ours oh, on yeah, spotify oh yeah i guess i finished ours Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm caught up on a podcast. Hey, look at that. I'm so proud of you. I know what's with the neighbors. You know it. So cool. You know it. I have two things for you. I have a neighborhood story, but first. Oh, no, I just broke my bracelet. (laughs) Oh, is that what that pop was? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. That's a bracelet. Looks Mm -hmm. like a hoop earring. I will say it. I have been playing with it, and, like, I've been making it smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, you, it's going to pop. It's going to crack. <laughs> it's real gold. Crack, really? Yeah, I'm <gasps> so strong. Look. Oh, shush up. <laughs> I don't think gold is that strong. Gold is that. Diamond it, is strong. Yeah, so is gold. Have you tried, you know, like the little gold flakes and you try to bite it and it doesn't. Oh, is it? Is that one it of doesn't the bend? Ones? I have a piece of gold. Do you want to try it? No, I, I'm I'm actually good. Okay. Why do you have a piece of gold? We don't want pant, gold panning. Oh, okay. I also keep gold bars in my closet. I know diamonds are really strong. Yes, They're they the are. They're the strongest. Yeah. But that's a gem. It's pretty cool. It's an element, isn't it? It's. A rock. Diamond. It's a rock. Yeah, so is potassium, isn't it? I don't think bananas. Guys, we're not an educational I don't podcast. think that a banana is very strong. 
<laughs> banana is not potassium. Bananas actually have very little potassium. Yes, they do. You know what has more potatoes? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, gold is a metal. Yeah, it's also an element on the elements table. Yeah, so is air, Brie. Yeah, but my whole point is it, it they are. Yeah, they are elements. They're oh, they're duh. On, they're yeah, on the I know. Periodic table. Yeah, but so is gas. I'm talking about the strength of it, like how strong it is. I know, but I was just saying it's a very strong element. I'm not. You said I'm not fighting with you tonight. We're fighting, guys. Okay, so I have a question. <laughs> she just ignored me. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> so I have a question for Don't you. How many second grade? I have two questions. How many second graders do you think you could fight off before you become overwhelmed? I hate second graders. <laughs> so if a bunch of second graders were coming at you to attack you. Like six and seven year olds. Yeah. How many do you think? No, there's like seven and eight. I don't Two. Eight, eight. Two, two? Yeah. I'm very short. I don't that know is true. <laughs> they can climb up me. <laughs> You're like, ah, two. <laughs> okay, two, and then I'm just, okay. So, in, like, an example that I did today, okay. I got tired of playing jail with the kids. I kept on carrying them across the house. I had, like, two in an arm, and then I come back for the jail? other one. Yeah, they were playing jail, so I was like, cool. They volunteered to play jail. You didn't. You're not like, you're in jail. You have to stay there. Oh, no, I was the jailer. They were the criminals. I love that. Yeah. Um, They wanted me to be the criminal, and I was like, no, 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 no. This is not going to be fun if I'm the criminal because I'm not, I'm just going to sit there and play on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be a very good criminal and stay in jail and not run away like (laughs) you guys do. So I, I would grab them and go put them in jail. And then, like, I they I turn around, pretend to be doing something, and they run off, and I'd have to go get them and bring right. them back, and it was just a whole ordeal. I love that. I got really tired, <laughs> really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've dealt with kids that age. You have dealt yeah. with kids that age, carrying them back and forth, over and over and over to the couch. Yes. <laughs> and then chasing them. Well, that's really cute, though. I gave up after like the fifth time. And I just, like, laid on the ground. And then they believed me. And I was, like, I got up and I started screaming and scaring them. And they all ran away. So, I mean, maybe I could scare some second graders you away. Maybe. Like, some just, like, bunch pull, of like, the, ones. The dead, like, the dead possum thing and pretend to be, like, a, a possum. And, like, scare them. I don't know. I'll play possum. So, what's the number, though? Four. Four? They're like over 40 pounds each. They're Four. like they're like 50, 60 pounds. Four. That's, that's a pretty good number. Four. I like it. I like it. Okay. So if you could have a song play every time. How many t- could you deal with? Sorry. Um I'm gonna say like five. Oh, that's a lot. I'm going for the juggler, my man. Okay. All right. I was like Take some on the legs. Yeah. Take some on each leg. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like behind their knees. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. knock them out and then just like body slam them. Oh, wow. We are, we love children, by the way, guys. 
Oh, just so you know. Well, it says, like, how many would you take on before you get overwhelmed? Okay. All right. So if I there was six, I'd be like, no way. No, this is too much. First off, I would, like, go straight mom mom mode. Stop it. No, get off right now. And if they don't, Sorry. like, then I would, like, start threatening them, like, telling Santa he's ain't real, like, all that type of stuff. Kind of, like, get into their head a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then if they started, like, attacking me, I'm going straight for the knees, man. Straight for the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> okay we mess around with you second greatest come at me bro <laughs> just four of you though freaking kids no man. More than four. they're freaking jerks <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh if you could have any song play every time you enter a room what would it be Probably something rock. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, I don't know. That's a really hard question. Because, like, I change my music all the time. That's true. It just depends do. on my mood. But, like, I associate with, like, rock music most. Probably something Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin. Okay. Probably. Because th- those are pretty badass. Welcome to the jungle. That's we got fun and games. Uh, that's not that's not either of them, but that's okay. Like Misty Mountaintop or uh, walking in the park just the other day, baby. It's by Led Zeppelin. Um, Guns and Roses. Or Guns N' Roses fan. No? Hmm. Nope. Um, also, um, oh, what is it called? Ah. Oh, yes. Why oh, can't I think of? I can't come to mind. That's a good one. I can't remember what it's called, but it's by Led Zeppelin. It's pretty Brie really song. knows her rock. It's a really cool song. <laughs> it's a really like that's a good song. song yeah like, it is i'm a badass i'm coming here that makes me think of like when a bunch of people like get into their car like and they're like a couple of them are like hanging out of the car yeah, and they're like, doing like, in, like a car chase yeah with like some bats and stuff yeah yeah some crowbars yeah yeah like it some flaming bottles very uh what is that uh it was in thor mad max very mad max it was in thor oh thor okay. had a great soundtrack Thor has great soundtracks. So does Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I love Guardians. Anything of the from any of those movies. Any, just basically any Marvel and 80s, songs. Seventies and eighties rock. Great, great music. I cannot wait for the new Ant Man movie because of the soundtrack. Because I know it's gonna be amazing. Because it's already. I need to check it out. It's on uh, iTunes. Okay, I like it. Oh, what about you? <sighs> Man, we're two different people. Yeah, we are. So I had this dream. For a long time before Rick and I got married. Not like a dream, like sleeping dream. Like this like wish that I wish would happen to me. And it was every time I walk into a room, I wished that the song, Yeah, by Usher would start playing. (laughs) It's a good one though. Boo, 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 boo. Boo, 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 boo. So our entrance. Such a good song. Uh. She was chicken up on me, mm, mm, and I 
was like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so our recept, our entry, like after you get married, you like go and you take your yeah. pictures and you walk. Everyone's like you in the reception. the bride and groom. Yeah. In the reception. That was our song. That's awesome. What was ours? I oh, it may have been Star Wars. It's very possible it was Star Wars. That was not my choice, but. Yeah. Actually, it was my choice because I was getting married and I was like, I'll do whatever, whatever my husband say. wants. Yeah. See, but that was also, that was Rick. Also, but also like a lot of the wedding decisions are on the bride. Yeah. And they get to make a lot of the fun decisions. So I was like, I'll let him have it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I get that. But like also. Sorry, guys. Um, Like going to that, like going to anything, if I'm hyped up. I could da- I could literally walk into the room to like any hyped up song. Yeah. Same. Or I could make a song hyped up and be like, All right. Yeah. Cool. This is uh Sarah McLaughlin, but I'm gonna come in here and I'm coming I'm in hype this shit could up. Be Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I Look like- at this photograph. I, I flip <laughs> look at this graph. <laughs> I love good I love good music and I Me love Me too. I love like getting down i cannot wait for my brother's wedding yeah oh by the way yeah anyway i can't wait for his wedding because it's gonna be a good time oh yeah absolutely we're gonna have a great time yeah (laughs) (laughs) i am inviting myself to his wedding i mean you are he does listen doesn't he invited you as my date so you know if you if you want your your brother listens yeah oh well i expect an invite Matthew, do you Matthew? want uh two really famous podcast hosts and and jen sorry and you know what if you want you can dance to one of our episodes <laughs> we will allow it <laughs> like people are gonna be so bored <laughs> oh my god turn this off what's with the neighbors, what's with the neighbors? <laughs> it's just gonna be the <laughs> <laughs> do you have a neighborhood story for yes me? i do I sorry i don't have a question for you today i'm okay. sorry no this that's good so uh actually we're gonna ask our listeners if you could have any song play every time you entered a room what would it be please let us know Ba-boom. okay um my neighborhood story is actually from reddit okay and it is sorry. so it starts off with him saying he took it upon himself to mow my lawn while i was at work Oh, by the way, they're talking about Josh. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and in in parentheses, it says my mower broke and I couldn't get it fixed. Needed to wait until next payday. This is about Josh and I, by the way. <laughs> uh, so it says uh, he took it upon himself to mow my lawn while I was at work. My mower broke and I couldn't get it fixed and I needed to wait until next payday. He ran over a rock in my yard damaged his mower, and then asked me to pay to replace the blades. And it says, dude, I didn't ask you to mow my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I would be pissed. I'd be like, um, no. I didn't ask you. There's no liability here. Like, that's all you You came onto my property. (laughs) without permission i guess it's kind of like the whole like if you rob and rob a house and you slip and fall in a night you you can can see them owners yeah so it's the same thing but also like bro some decency bro no no not buying you new blades (laughs) all right are you ready yes i am rumble so i was 
um, on Airbnb this week looking at houses oh. to like, well, to stay at whenever we, whenever we went to Charleston because we were, I was like looking at other options and I was like, ooh, that might be fun. For your brother? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, ooh, you can put in like certain things like if you want like a water slide or if you what? want it to be That's like so tropical cool. or something like that or like a yeah. tree house. Um, but you can also put haunted so not uh yes for rizzle my nizzle dude is that i don't know if that's okay to say anymore but that's what we used to say so it's okay for me right now i think it is <laughs> snoop dog snoop dog yeah i was gonna say snoop dog <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to be talking about the inspiration house in oberlin ohio and also a ohio because they are going through a lot of really crappy things this we're thinking month. about you ohio so um I hope you guys are okay. And if you're not, listen to our podcast and forget about your worries for a second. So I didn't get a lot of history on this house. There's it's, it's a very old house. It was built in 1870 by a Herbert Penfield for his wife, Sarah and their future family. It was going to be like their, their dream home, I guess. Love that for them. Um, like I said, history isn't super clear on anything. Um, there weren't official death certificates, but it appeared that Sarah had died in the home okay. and they may have had a child in there too. I don't know if the child died. I don't know. But Herbert moved by himself to Chicago after, uh, right before the house was being done built. So, um, like officially done, like they were still doing Herb- things on it. Herbert, the husband who by was himself. It. Yeah. So he moved away so they he was a widow she died while they were building the house yes i guess why they're completing things because everywhere said it was while they were still okay right before it was finished i wonder if the bait if they had a child maybe she died in childbirth and they both died. maybe maybe possibly um but yeah there was no like big information on like death certificates probably because he killed her possibly that's what i thought too so, you know, you're not the only one. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so this was just the beginning of many losses in this home. Oh, jeez. I can't tell you who, but I know a lot of people died <laughs> in this house. So over the 150 plus years of this home, that this home was inhabited, it had seen its fair share of death. Sure. However, all that were documented appeared to be from, like, natural causes and living, living long, full lives. So, like, nothing dramatic happened okay. there that anyone knows of. Like, tragic. Yeah. Um, n- and not a whole lot of known history. But as of 2018, the home was purchased by a paranormal investigator named Michelle Bellinger. Um, and while in process of buying the home, this was an interesting bit of information, there was a conditions set by the previous owners that had owned the house okay um that had allowed the owners to leave behind the personal belongings and everything that was in the house there okay like clothing electronics and even medications like all like necessities um just so they could avoid returning to the home because like wow no we're done like like it just looked like they like ran out of there right uh, other interesting items that were left behind included things to assist with protecting the home from any spirits, like rods of selenite, uh, crystals, and chalk. And now that Michelle and um, Elariah is also, I'm not sure what the relationship is, um, they might be partners. 
they have repurposed and modernized the home as an Airbnb while um, and the public can stay there for leisure or for paranormal investigations. Okay. So, and I'm sorry, Michelle and Alraya, like no one was, nowhere was clear if they were like business partners or if they were like a couple. So I'm not being insensitive. I'm okay. just reading Unaware. what I saw. So yeah. Um, so let's get into the paranormal. Yay. So, since the home is owned by a paranormal investigator, she has documented different things that have occurred in the home, and here are a few that were on the website dedicated to it. Okay. She has a website just for this home. It's really cool. I'll mention it in a little bit. Okay. So, uh, a 1960s toy musical TV set by Fisher Price is there, and it will play on its own, and it is on display there and it still frequently plays. Many investigators believe that there's a childlike spirit attached to the toy. Oh. Multiple reports of a ghost dog have been given by visitors and neighbors. Oh, the dog has been seen that. looking out the windows and mistaken for a living dog. The ghost canine can even be heard walking along the hardwood floor like its nails <gasps> scraping along the floor. And it's no been known to like climb into bed with you. Okay, I like it, but I also I don't like it. I love it. I think it's really sweet. Also, in 2019, while in the dining room, the sound of rushing water was heard by Michelle, who went to check the basement. Unfortunately, a pipe had burst due oh, to no. a frozen pipe. Um, upon investigating, she spotted an object in the middle of the short hallway leading from the basement stairs to the furnace room. No. It was a set of skull and crossbones shaped beads. <gasps> Ew, yeah, no. Yeah, um, it had never been seen in the home before, and no one in the home had planted it there, but its placement seemed intentional. They reviewed, because they had cameras set up everywhere, they reviewed footage in the hall, and there was never evidence of anyone or anything that could have put it there, and it remains a mystery still today. Do and you it think is up on display. Do you think that they saw that stuff in the hallway on the camera? Like, where did it, like, did it just, like, appear there? Like, yeah, kind of like a like, do Yeah, I know. Like, like yeah, I know. That's what I was wondering, too. But I didn't say specifically. Huh. That's I weird. didn't say it, like, floated in there, like, it apparated. Just, it was there. Yeah. Weird. Disapparated. Apparated. Disapparated. Is that, is that a real word in real life? In our life, it's a word. I listen to too much Harry Potter because that's what they call whenever they, like, appear in places. Apparate and disapparate. But anyway, I don't know. Also, objects have been known to mysteriously move and appear in places. Um, disembodied footsteps sounding like someone pacing specifically have been heard. Disembodied okay. voices and screams and giggles giving give good EVPs, uh, flickering lights, doors have been heard closing and seen closing, orbs have been seen. Um, there's so much more, but I'm going to get into some reviews in just a minute. Okay. Um, so as of today, if you are interested in possibly staying at the Inspiration House in Oberlin, Ohio. Inspiration House? Yes. Okay. Check it out on Airbnb, and it is called the Inspiration House. Um, or if you just want to learn about it, you can visit their website, inspiration3636.com, where a lot of the experiences here are documented and you can find history on the home to complete your spooky, luxurious stay. Michelle and Elraya 
uh, have all the spooky aesthetics to creaking doors, floors, dolls, and even gone as far as displaying a collection of haunted objects and occult tools throughout the home to look at or do paranormal experiments of your own. (gasps) They highly, they like encourage it. Yeah. Um, So they even have dream journals stationed all around the home in like each of the bedrooms where you can record your dreams and your experiences. Oh, that's cool. The home has been featured on some paranormal shows as well as Netflix's Amazing Vacation Rentals. Oh. In season two. And they, it's in a, like, a special paranormal episode. Yeah. It was pretty cool. They, like, stayed there and stuff. And, like, they did a seance. And um, so I just want to talk about this real quick. But the Michelle, the owner, had been saying, like, you know, this is a really friendly haunted home. Yeah. And whenever she purchased it, she knew it was haunted because she was a paranormal expert. Right. And she's like, this is why I want this home. And she made it an airbnb because she wanted there to be like a safe place for people to do these like paranormal experiences and investigations and it not follow you home yeah and how does she know it won't follow you home though i guess no one has said anything so yeah there's all the reviews are great um Um, real quick i had two questions about that did you watch the thing on netflix yeah and then the other question was, um, uh, do you know if they allow Ouija boards? Yeah, they have one in the home oh my for God. you to use. Yeah, they used one. It, they used one in the episode. Yeah, all together. Even naughty naughty. I, you know, I think as long as it's not in <clears throat> your own personal home, I would feel better about it and like not in my own personal home. Yeah. And as long as you know it's not like, something demonic that you're messing with i bet they have like a um like a how to close out properly yeah and, stuff and like she that. was doing it with them too and she was she's an expert so oh, okay i want to say she said it said she was a medium somewhere too so. oh that's cool um yeah so uh you can enjoy talking to the dead in this home and then you can go take a relaxing soak in the vintage clawfoot tub is this a this is a review yep okay well this is me because of oh. all all the reviews i read said like mentioned this amazing clawfoot tub and they also mentioned the awesome library that the the house has and it has like all the history okay so you can go take a soak in the tub you can read a book maybe not because you don't want to ruin their books but you know it sounds like a really cool place to stay. And, yeah. like, people who have been, like, who seek to find a paranormal place have stayed there. And then uh-huh. there's people that have, like, gone there that have been in town just for, like, a graduation or something. And, like, everybody has good things to say about this place. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Gosh dang it. So do you want to hear some Yelp? I'm scared reviews. Yes, I Except do. they're Airbnb reviews. But, you know, Yelp. I'm it's a segment. It's a cooler. segment. Yeah. Uh, so there, like I said, there, I couldn't find like any bad reviews on this. It seems to be a cozy, clean, enjoyable place to stay with very accommodating and welcoming hosts for anybody interested. And when people mention anything paranormal, it's all been positive encounters and like positive energy. Okay. Uh, I pulled just a few. I, there were a hundred like there were several reviews that's there, good so. that's good for them and, like it's usually really hard for me to find thank you um it's usually really hard for me to find like 
specifically like ones that involve like paranormal or ghosts like right. i have to hit in the search bar right. ghosts paranormal orbs whatever screaming yeah but like every other review was something about like their paranormal experience because that's I what love they came that. here for yeah so my first one is from a and i'm going to say their names cuz it's public knowledge yeah um ryan in just this february of 2023 wow Said, house was beautiful. Everything was as advertised. Yes, there are spirits in the house. We had doors closed on their own and heard the music box play on its own as oh well. My gosh. The house was very clean and provided everything that it said it would. We are looking forward to coming back. <gasps> They're going to come back. I know. I wait, wait, wait. Um, and Andrea in just January of this year said, Inspiration how house did not disappoint six girls stayed comfortably in el raya's house for three nights the house was fully stocked with everything we needed location was close to town and it was exactly as described we booked this house because it was listed as a haunted but we had no idea just how much energy the house would provide we came with paranormal equipment and Whoa. got lots of results but on top of that there was plenty of moments that resulted without any devices at all the musical box in the display room mm -hmm. went off several times, as other guests had mentioned, but we also heard footsteps, watched the basement door slam closed, and even heard a voice call one of our names. If you're mm -hmm. looking for a haunted getaway, I recommend this house very much. Don't forget to read the material left in each room, each of the rooms, as this will enhance the experience. And shout out to Alraya for being extremely easy to communicate with, and a big thanks for letting us check in early. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, a Donna in November 2022 said the house is lovely, exceeded our expectations, loved all the notes in the rooms. Had a few events happen, music box played, giggles in the night, <laughs> lights oh off that were on, uh, would listen, would visit again, and highly recommend to anyone seeking a different type of vacation. Okay. And lastly, a Catherine in May of 2021 said, Inspiration House was everything I could have asked for. It was cozy and comfortable, beautiful, dec beautifully decorated, tons of little hidden treasures and notes. And was wonderfully close to downtown Oberlin for fun and relaxing walks. We adored our stay and found that the spookier uh, den den denizens were just as charm. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's a. I don't know. Were just as charming as the home. A door closing on its own here, light oh flickering there, and haunted footsteps when everyone was in their own room nothing about the occurrences felt unsettling or alarming so the cozy haunting is a very uh apt response oh okay and then that's it that's i like how there's so many like all the reviews there was nothing like oh my god i can't believe this happened like you go into this house you know it's like haunted yeah. Whenever you book this place, you know it's haunted. But, like, everybody has a positive review, even if they had, like, something creepy happen. But, like, it's just, it's all cool. It sounds very, like, almost pleasant. Yeah. And the the show that I watched on Netflix, they, like, right when they got there, they opened the door and there's, like, this doll stationed, like, right in this, like, oh, little, like, stroll, like, old-fashioned, like, stroller thing. Yeah. And then, like... A door closed on its own. They saw... While I, they were recording? Yeah. Whoa. I want to say they saw, like... They may have seen a figure. 
Um, but just lots of things happen, but they weren't anything extreme. They were just right. like, all like, wow, this is, and they weren't, the show itself was just to explore like fun, different like Airbnbs. Yeah. And the paranormal episode was just like one episode out of all of it. So like, right. they don't like go to like all these paranormal places. Yeah. They went to like five in okay. one episode and then that's it. Um, I like that. It almost sounds like the the world the paranormal world is just like living simultaneously with the real world in that house like they're not messing with those people it sounds like yeah they're just kind of doing their own thing and it's like okay well all right someone's mad at someone apparently someone slammed someone's door like okay (laughs) they're still just it's like all like um uh, residual hauntings is yeah. what I read everywhere. Okay. So I like people just continuing to like live their lives. Live their lives. In the afterlife. Yeah. I but I would absolutely love to go there because it sounds like it's a great place for people who aren't like into paranormal or necessarily like brave enough to go to a paranormal That's place. I, I'm not super I'm, brave either. I'm not brave. But like if I see it's advertised as an Airbnb, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Sure. Yeah. Clearly, you're prepared to get sued, so. They're yeah. not. Don't sue them. Don't sue them. That's not. Don't be jerks. But I'm just saying, like, if someone's willing to go there and, like, go get scared, then, like, maybe yeah. I'll go there and go get scared. And pay money for it. Yeah. So, like, it must be a great place. That sounds fun. So, that let's would go be there. inspiration. So, that's house. another one on our list. Yeah. In Oberlin, Ohio. Okay. When we, we retire from all of our podcast money, we'll go. We're so rolling in it, guys. We're rolling. We are not rolling. Dear God, do you have a story to tell me? Yes. You okay? Yeah. Do you need to take... makes me a little tired. Okay. I'm good. I'm waking up. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story from Down Under. Down Under. Okay. Um, we're in Claymore, Australia. And in the late 70s, early 1980s. Are you trying sorry. to make the face I made? Do you know how I found that? Sorry. I'm sorry. I have such, like, shiny squirrel syndrome tonight. Continue. Okay. I'll tell you later. Okay. She, in fact, never told me. Um, so, to paint this picture, stop. <laughs> I can't stop looking at you. I found out a way to get rid of double chins. I've been doing it all week. You don't have a double chin. Are you kidding me? Yeah, when you do that, everyone has a double chin when you do that, you dummy. I'm so sorry. So, to paint a picture of Claymore, Australia, um, according to Wikipedia, in, 19, in 2015, the drop off the edge report said Claymore was listed as one of the most socially disadvantaged areas in New New South Wales. What does that mean? Like they're just socially disadvantaged. Like they don't like talk to each other? I believe so cuz that is something like like that comes up like Do nobody they not know English or like no, or are like, they just like don't like get out much. They don't get out much. There's like a town full of introverts. Yes cool so in 1978 the first set of residents moved into the town so the town is actually super new 
Um, but since it was so close to Sydney, Australia, it was like the new and upcoming suburb. Like, oh, let's move out to Claymore. Oh. Um, yep. But it, except for instead, it was like not like bougie. Uh, it meant that people wanted to move there. So the builders were like basically gluing these houses together. They couldn't like keep up with the demand of people moving in. They were like, hey, just kind of just like do two, two nail hits. And that, that's good. That's inspectors. <laughs> We don't need inspectors. Uh, maybe, maybe do some wood glue on it, and it should be good. It's fine. Like, they 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 could not keep up with the demand, and they Throwing were doing shoddy building. Sh- yeah, shoddy building. Um, like so, the paint was like not even dry yet by the time residents were like hanging pictures on the walls. Jesus. So, um, since since the su- it was a suburb. I actually don't think it was a town, to be honest. I think it was more just like of a subdivision, like a okay. very big, large subdivision community. Like on the outskirts somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it, because it's it was... It's in a county, kind yeah, of, whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, like it was like, like kind of like how LA, like they have suburbs and stuff like that. Subdivisions or big towns, they have like big residential areas but normally because they will have like the local stores like target and and grocery like grocery outlet grocery outlet why did i say grocery outlet like a grocery store and stuff like that like you know like big chain stores around those shopping areas or those housing areas this one did not they didn't have any grocery stores they didn't they have anything sounds like that sounds like hope yeah. So um, <clears throat> this led for people because there's like nothing to do without going like all the way into town right. and commute. Um, this led led people to commit crimes. The crime rate was very high. What more is there ever to do than to like, commit crimes? Like, what else are you going to do on a Saturday night? Record a podcast. Um, so the department. Sorry. So the Department of Youth Services actually said that the people of Claymore led lonely and depressing lives. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who would want to live there? That's terrible. <laughs> Could you imagine just like nobody likes you? <laughs> <laughs> like the reviews on this town. <laughs> just you guys just kind of suck. We sell a lot of hungry man dinners. <laughs> a good one so let's talk about helen patricia moore helen was patricia sorry that's her middle name so helen patricia moore was born in 1962 in sydney australia she had a mother named jesse a stepdad and two younger brothers peter seven and andrew was two from the outside looking in they're a perfect normal family as they always are of course yep her mom, Jessie, felt like something was off with Helen from almost like from the very beginning. She was like, this kid is weird. Like, she just is not right in the head. Not sort a good of. sign. Yeah, sort of thing. And it's it's pretty bad when also, your mom. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty sad. <laughs> when your mom is <laughs> like, like, who's ah. supposed to accept you beyond like anything? Yeah, and, and like, think that you're a perfect angel. Like, uh, 
kind of weird. That was yeah. Um, so at 18 months, baby Helen had time a hard time communicating with other people. She hardly ever spoke. Um, and she also would like pull the dolls' heads off of the dolls' bodies. Oh, and like tear apart like the limbs of stuffed animals. Oh, okay. That I would say the doll thing is like that can be like it's just like them mm-hmm. like con- deconstructing and constructing things. But the no, the, she would the just stuffed like animals is a little. She would just hulk it, you like, know. <sighs> yeah. So Jesse would bring it up to other family members and be like hey like don't you guys think that Helen is a little weird and they'd be like no she's just a baby. Do your baby babies only have three legs? (laughs) (laughs) They're like she's fine. Well Helen would also only act this way like around her family so a lot of like babysitters like caregivers and stuff like that they wouldn't see that side of Helen until she got behind closed doors. So, um, in Helen's youth, she was a good student. She was well-behaved. She was shy. She didn't talk much. But when she would get home and it was just, like, around the family, she would have these, like, bizarre outbursts. Um, She would destroy things and scream and kick and hit stuff. Uh, One time when Helen was 13, she was playing a card game with her younger brother, Peter. And she lost, so she pulled out a chunk of his hair, and some of his scalp came off with it. I mean, goldfish. Uno, <laughs> Uno man. <laughs> Uno can get super serious. Yeah, yeah. I-, I get that. But yeah. also, yes, goldfish can as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any twos? <laughs> you lord. <laughs> uh, so, but you know, a, a piece of his scalp came off with his hair. Ew. <gasps> yeah, I didn't think you caught that. I didn't. I just got the hair part. Oh my god, Helen, calm down. Calm down. So this obviously triggered Jesse, her mom. She was like, something has to be done with this child. This child is not normal. So she ended up taking Helen to a psych doctor doctor. But the doctor came back saying that Helen was a perfect angel. Literally, those words came out of his mouth. And she had no psychological issue or tendencies and ended up turning around and gaslighting Jesse and said, Jesse, you're the problem here. You need to be medicated and prescribed her some Valium. That's no, you don't like dismiss that. Yeah. Can you imagine? So Jesse's like, oh, okay, thanks. This was also the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Like all children. Why, are why would you just like that's a serious problem? Like nowadays, they'd probably like, all right, well, let's bring her in for a few more sessions, or let's like, like keep an keep eye a on journal her. or yeah. something about like things that happen, and like take both of you your point of views of things. I yeah. don't know, like no, Jesse, a bit extreme. You know what? I I know for a fact that if um. I were to bring it my child in and they did a psych eval and they're like, actually she came back normal, but you seem kind of weird. So you should follow up with your doctor. They wouldn't just be like, no, yeah. Let me prescribe you. Some and everybody would be lining up and they're like, hell yeah, I'm getting Xanax. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Zanny. So Helen is 16 years old at this time. 
She was volunteering at the information center in Claymore and was going to school. She also loved babysitting her younger brother, Andrew. She loved spoiling spoiling the heck out of him. This isn't the brother that she pulled the scalp out of, is it? No. This okay. is her younger, the youngest. Okay, that was her. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, she sort of saw herself as a second mom to him. She, they just, like, had this great connection, I guess. She realized how much she loved babysitting and was like, whoa, I should be making money for something that I love doing. Yeah, why not? As you, as you should. Yeah. I love watching Dreams. Kids. Yeah. At the information center she worked at, they had a bulletin board. Helen put up a little ad with advertising herself for babysitting services, which was great. You know, the town was still growing. It was still, you know, in that boom stage. So she's like, I can make easy money doing this. And she did. Um, but then something terrible happened. On March 5th, 1979, Andrew, the youngest, the baby, the two-year-old that she loved and had a connection with. Oh, no. He passed away, Brie. Oh, baby. In his sleep. The (gasps) authorities determined he died from SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome. Right. And at two? At. Yep. Um, So if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically what it sounds like, like a baby's laying in bed and they will normally they'll just stop breathing can that Um, happen at two okay um which my god now i'm paranoid which first off is super rare rare for a two-year-old and it's also not a common death yeah so um but also wasn't like a known like big very big then either correct yeah so two months later helen was babysitting her cousin 16 month old suzanne mcintosh suzanne or helen put little Susie to bed and the parents came home so they peeked into Susie's room and they're like oh she's asleep so they go to bed in the morning she wasn't like awake like she normally is so they go in there and she realized that she also had fell victim to sids so Word obviously got back to Jesse, Helen's mom, because this was a family member. And she was like, listen, I keep suppressing this gut feeling I have about Helen. But what the heck? So, um, Uh, she was like, two babies have died now in Helen's care, but she really didn't think that Helen did anything to Andrew because they had such a good bond. Right. But she was like, I need to confront her about this baby because SIDS is rare and Susie was eight, 16 months old. And so, like, what the heck? Yeah, she's so, past that point. Uh, so she goes and she questions... I think they say you get out of that stage around, like, six months. I I address it. I, I think it was, like, yeah. four to six. Yeah. Um. So, she goes and confronts Helen. This obviously upset Helen. She's like, what the heck, Mom? I'm not going to kill my cousin. Like, shame on you. Like, so, they're screaming. And Jesse's like, okay, I'm sorry I asked. Like, she realized that she wasn't getting anywhere with Helen. So, also, could you imagine, like, the thought 
of thinking that your child is a murderer. Oh, my God. Like, and then you're wrong. Like, being, you like, can't the worst come, parent ever. You can't come back from no. that. Yeah. No, no, no. So, she was like, okay, honey, I'm sorry I asked. You know, you do you. All right. You said no. Okay. I believe you. So... With nothing to go off of without her gut feeling, she was like, I guess you can keep watching kids. Like, you're not a murderer. You're right. You said you said you aren't. I guess I'll trust you. So, um, she's like, maybe it's just a crazy coincidence. In January 1980, 12-month-old o- baby Vaughn was having, like, some crazy convulsions or, like, a seizure in his sleep. Oh, so no. his babysitter, Helen, called 911. And luckily, he, su- he survived. Okay. Um, but the doctors were like, the type of seizure that he had is ultra rare. And Jesse was like, come on, you guys. Like, this is the second baby because she was convinced or she was very, very her certain. Wasn't from her. That, yeah. She was like, this is the second <clears throat> child. What the heck? Um, she's like, somebody, somebody needs to be doing something. And also tell me that you don't like your kid without telling me that you don't like your kid. (laughs) But also like good for her for trusting her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even about your own kid. So Jesse tried to confront Helen again and Helen got like super defensive, obviously, um, and after a few days, Jesse ended up apologizing to Helen. She was like, listen, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I obviously have a problem. It's not you, Helen. It's me. And um, I need to seek help. Not you, Helen, because you're a perfect angel, as the psychiatrist said. Uh, yep. So uh, she also, like, got in her head and was like, beating herself up about like thinking mom guilt yeah thinking that her daughter actually killed these two babies or killed one baby in such a terrible thought to think of like you have to really get like down in the dirty to actually get to that thought about your own children well she had like that thought from the very beginning she thought her kid was off so like i get that but also like that mom guilt dude you can't You can't get over it. Mm-hmm. So, two weeks go by, and on February 1st, 1980, Helen was babysitting a two-year-old boy, Aaron Crocker. And she noticed that he wasn't breathing, so she called the ambulance. Oh, earlier I said she called 911. I don't know what it is in, in Australia. <laughs> She called. She called the ambulance. Nine one one. They have like little like asterisks <laughs> yeah. over the ones. <laughs> um. So she called the ambulance. She would. Uh, Aaron ended up in a coma for two weeks, and then was in the hospital for another six weeks. But he came when he came out of his coma. He was blind, and couldn't walk, oh, and he was no, two baby. And Aaron actually died later in his life, like a couple years later, from complications from this exact incident Jeez. when he was two. Um, so he two weeks later after that, 
February 24, 1980, two-year-old Rachel was found lifeless in her crib, and authorities said that she had died from SIDS. March 31, 1980, Jessie left, uh, left Peter, her younger son, her only living son, with Hel- in Helen's care. She's like, okay, you guys, like, I'm going to go run errands. Like, Helen, you're in charge of Peter. And Helen ended up attacking Peter, and he tried to fight back because he was seven, and she ended up killing him. When Jesse came back, she was like, what the heck, dude? And so she called the police, and police came, and she was like, my child did this. Like, this is Helen. There's, like, there's, I know this. I know this for a fact. And so Helen was arrested and she just start the second she was arrested. She was like, so you guys, you would be, this is like crazy. I did all this stuff. Um, she confessed to the deaths, deaths of the death of all the babies besides her baby brother, Andrew. Um, she said that she'd put her hands over their nose and mouth <gasps> and suffocate them. Oh my God. Then she would go back to watching her TV show like nothing happened <gasps> after because she's babysitting. And the two that did survive, they ended up waking up later. Like they they had probably like right. been knocked Regained out. Regained conscious. Yeah. And th- they would start crying. So she's like, well, I guess I'll call the ambulance. Like, which uh, that's amazing that she did that. But also like don't do that in the first place. Um, as for her seven-year-old brother, she went up behind him to suffocate him, but he got away and she managed to attack him again and hold him down. Then she took his body and after he passed out, she took his body and threw him down the stairs and then she went and took a shower, then called the, called the ambulance. Uh, her reasoning for killing these poor babies was because she felt like it. She wasn't right. She just, it just sounded like something she needed to do. Her trial started on May 19th and it lasted only five days, which is like super fast for a murder trial. She also stood up in front of the court, which is very rare for a defendant to go in front of the court. Right. But she made a statement saying she doesn't know why she did these things, that her life was just went down the hill after her baby brother died. And she loved watching child. She loves watching children and doesn't know what overcame her. She also said that seeing her brother die, she didn't think it was fair for other children to continue to live, which is a very uh, so that that's psychological yeah. right there. Yeah. Um. During the trial, they added. They ended up adding another charge to her indictment. Um, or to her sentencing them, which was the murder of her baby brother, Andrew. Um, so remember how we talked about it a little bit, how I said SIDS doesn't usually happen. Right. To, uh, it's rare, but it also doesn't happen to older babies. Right. Um, it's normally under six months old. Okay. Yeah. And the risk of SIDS is zero by the age of one. Right. So they're like. How how would he have died? Because he was two. Yeah. So a psychologist and a psychiatrist came to the stand and testified 
Helen was borderline schizophrenia and had hallucinations um, occasionally and sometimes didn't know the difference between what was real and what was not. Uh, Helen also made a statement claiming that her uncle, little Susie's dad, was molesting her, which started when she was eight and didn't stop until she killed baby Susie. And she said he stopped coming around right after Susie died. So it was almost like, a, did she do it to threaten him? Right. Or is she making it all up? Right. Um, her uncle obviously denied the allegations, but Helen's lawyer insisted he did during trial. He never was charged with anything on it. Other doctors came in claiming Helen was fine and didn't have any sort of mental illness. She's an angel. She's an angel. During the trial, yeah, I bet it that was it was that doctor that was like, she's a perfect angel. <sighs> but Jesse, <laughs> Jesse. She needs Valium. She, she needs some some serious shit. <laughs> uh, during the trial, Helen showed a lot of emotion. You could see that she knew what she did was wrong. She was sentenced to three life sentences plus 10 years for attempted murders, but never. Um, I, you know what? That's a lie. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was just the attempted murders. It was for all of them. Okay. Um, Jesse was not convinced, Jesse, her mom, was not convinced Helen actually killed Andrew because of the great relationship that they had. She knew Helen killed the other ones for sure, though. Right. Um, Jesse and John, the stepdad, lost all their kids. All of them. I mean, her, their two boys and Helen. They they lost Helen, too. Aww. Uh, they were not mad at Helen for what they did. They were just... They had no choice. Like, they couldn't be mad at this. She was all they had left. Well, they were devastated that she did that. Yeah. They also didn't believe three life sentences would make Helen better. Um, They believed that she needed to get the help that she needed. And I don't think she ever actually got that help. In 1999, Helen was released on parole. She is roughly 60 years old, living somewhere in Australia. Are you freaking kidding me? So that's the story of Helen Moore. <sighs> I know. She should have gotten help. Like, I, like she yeah. clearly uh, clearly was not, like, right in the head. It, like, I could well, not You said find... she had schizophrenia and stuff like yeah. that. But, like, she clearly was not right in the head. But, like, and I get she was young when it happened and, like, could be, like, influenced by, right. like, those conditions and whatnot. That's and that so very immature sad. thought process of like it's not fair that yeah no, and I get that yeah because I I know that I have had those type of thoughts before, not like dark not like killing thoughts but like why is it fair that this gets oh, to yeah. happen You're right and, right and it happened glad to me you clarified sort of that yes I was like whoa maybe <laughs> no. we should stop <laughs> like it's it's not fair that yes. this happened to me yeah. but nobody else questioning sort of thing. yeah yeah. So I I understand that, but that's a very immature. It's, I was thought. about to say, especially whenever you're young and naive and whatnot, yeah. it's like the whole world like is you. Yes, 
Yeah. So, but I'm. Those poor babies. Those poor baby. I know. I told you, I you weren't gonna like this story. Uh, the fact, like, I thought that, like, I obviously I knew she killed them. Right. But like, I thought she was like shaking them, which for some reason in my head seems a little bit more like less sadistic than like, I believe suffocating so them. I believe so too. Because, because you're that so is like frustrated because it's an anger crying. thing. Yes, and yeah. that's a very like. Lots of people do that, and yeah. they're like they can't control themselves in the moment, and like that happens. It, it's not that that's it's, it's a good well, thing. Well, and if you're not knowledgeable in the thought of shaking baby syndrome, yeah, like it it can do those types of things. Mm-hmm. It can give them like convulsions, and like whenever they go to sleep, they can right. kill them. Right. Oh man, I can't believe she like the fact that she held their. Oh, that made me mad. Yeah, that makes me mad. I know. Makes, I was shocked oh. too. I'm sorry. Well, um, that's that was fun. That's fun. At least it's so. not one more thing I have to be paranoid about with my kids. Yes, I was like, I'm getting there, Bree. Just because I, I, th- I thought you're going to say something about some inf- infant death syndrome can actually go on for like three years or blah blah blah. No. And I'm like, crap. Now I have to worry for another year. Yeah. The one thing that I worry about with my kids is uh what is it J- dry drowning what is dry that, drowning that it's called? Yeah. yeah that thing freaks me out yeah when i first learned about that like anytime my kids would take I a know. bath at night i'd be like watching them on the monitor or go check on them and be like oh they got a little bit of water in their mouth at night they're fine they're yeah. fine but also it is a legit thing like it is like if your kids take in like water the wrong way or a little bit too much water like if you're at the beach for the day or even the bath I or they're know. swimming for the day that water s- can stay in their lungs and they can sorry guys but they they it's they possible they can drown in the night like it's, it's so scary very possible like i'm not telling you to scare you i'm telling you to make you aware because i was not aware Look it of this up. Yeah. when i first became a parent like i don't think i was aware of this until like recently maybe no 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 like a year and when charlotte was like a year old i became aware of it See, I I didn't hear about it until like maybe a couple years ago, like recently. Yeah, yeah. When it became more like aware, yeah. And that like, man, my kid loves water so much. Same, mine too. And I'm like, <laughs> they want the bathtub filled up so high, keep and I'm like, mouth no, close. Like they try to drink all that water, and I'm like, like one, that's freaking no. nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I used to do the same thing. So, <laughs> who didn't? Yeah, but it just. Like, she'll, like, <gasps> inhale water. I'm like, no. <laughs> now I'm not going to be sleep- be able to sleep tonight. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. That was a good one, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Glad you told me a story from another uh, country. country. Yeah. Across the pond. It's always it's always Australia, though. <laughs> I, there are so many. Because I feel like because they're newer. Yeah. They're, like, they're not, like, as ancient as other countries. They're yeah. easier to do. Yeah. Because I, I see a ton that I could do easily in Australia. Yeah. Um, also, I want to go there, and I want to go to the I, to the to the Irwin Zoo. Yeah, that would so be bad. fun. I just hmm, oh, I want to go. I watch those TikToks. Oh, about all the dangerous things that all are the in Australia. Freaking like those giant spiders, spiders that randomly walk around your house. Yeah, they're just like this big. Yeah, and they could just be anywhere. Yeah. How how are you guys doing, by the way, down under? <laughs> like, are you guys okay? There's I saw a guy like put his hand out for like this like little yeah. tiny cute 
uh like a sea urchin or something and they're like yeah that's like the most Super, deadly thing yeah, ever yeah the blue the blue yes. little thing yeah. i forgot what it's called yeah and yeah. dr commenton he's like yeah. i hope you're okay because that's like one of the most deadly things yeah yep there's so many like cool things there i ask my friend russ this like at least like every couple times we talk which we don't talk very often but when i do talk to him i'm like so, like, the spider situation. You good? <laughs> you good? <laughs> Is like, it okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I feel like it's similar, not similar, but I feel like the most place that we can compare to Australia is the south here. Yes. We've yeah. got fire ants. We've got wolf spiders, which are can be huge. Yeah. Um, And we've got lots of snakes. Yeah. Lots of snakes. And, oh, my God, the worst of all palmetto bugs they're not bad they are the worst thing in the entire world what are they going to do to you they fly at you i will say all that stuff that you just listed is also in like northern california so i hate palmetto bugs so much are you talking about the not like I was thinking it's of like cicadas? A, it's like a huge ass cockroach. Yeah, we have those here in Alaska. No, we don't. Oh, no, I've never don't. once okay. seen. We don't have one. Okay. We don't have them. We don't have them. Okay, but they fly. Palmetto bugs fly. The, I have those seen a freaking. No, you've seen the beetles. Oh, the, with the giant antenna yeah. things. Yeah, I hate those things as well. Those are. Not equally as bad because I don't mind smushing those, but palm. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. Anytime it rains, because like I always lived somewhere that would have like flooding because I lived in Florida, yeah. and like you guys are happy. They the always ocean. crawl inside your freaking house. I remember one time uh, we had family in town. We had this uh, brick fireplace, and my wedding bouquet was like on display up there, and because I've it's fake flower, artificial yeah. flowers, yeah, 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 and yeah. same forever, and. We were watching a movie and we saw something move like in the wedding bouquet. And I was like, that's weird. That petal looks weird. I look at it. This giant ass freaking palmetto bug flies up in the air and flies towards us. Ooh! Oh, I hate them. Oh, my God. I hate palmetto bugs so much. Oh, I'd rather have a poisonous spider. I, I'm more terrified of palmetto bugs. I, I also like, I mean, we lived slept in Georgia, with them in some so. creepy ass places. So Ew. yeah, yeah, and had them crawl on me. In Ew! My sleep. No! 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 <laughs> I feel like I've seen them because we lived in Southern everybody Georgia. has the heebie-jeebies. You have seen them if you lived in Southern Georgia, so or just Georgia. Period. Yeah, I just I'm having a hard <sighs> time like picturing them right now. I just I remember. When we lived in Georgia, we lived in an apartment, so we would have to go and let our dogs out and, like, pick up their poo. You had pest control there, too, though. That's the beauty of apartments. No. Unless if it was a shade, like, a not it so was nice. It was right in front of the military. Oh, uh, yeah, gates. no, never mind. Yeah, no, front gate. <laughs> um, we, you're required to pick up your dog poo when you would let your dogs out. We would just wait until the next morning, and it would all be gone. The bugs would eat it. Ew. I know. Isn't that cool? That is. Hey, it's gone. Yeah. That or another animal. Something ate it. I don't know. We never had to pick up dog poo. It was really nice. Um, Anyway, um, here's your neighborhood story from me. Um, It says, it is titled, Anybody Missing a Circus Tent? And I believe it's from uh, Nextdoor. Okay. 
Um, so anybody missing a circus tent? Yes. This IKEA circus tent just appeared on our lawn on West blah, 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 Lane the other day. We've been expecting someone to come by to retrieve it, but no one has. Does it belong to anyone? That's it. How big is a circus tent? It's really small, but oh, like, it's small. It's like, like a kid one. Yeah, but like also, um, why would you just leave it there? Like I would. If someone left that on my lawn, I'd be like, Psh, mine, it's mine now. now. It's actually kind of cool. Like, let me, here, let me show you a picture of it. I don't have my phone on me. I'm just going to show you. Here, oh, okay. Me. Oh, yeah. It's just a cute little circus a little tent. Cute like, tent. I would keep it. Yeah. Like, that's my tent now, or I'll sell it. Unless, I'm not, like, I'm not if gonna... it was, like, super windy and it, like, blew But I would away. think it would not be landing like that. It'd be, no, like, no. all in, like, a disarray, like, everywhere, like, on the head of it or something. But, like, what a, I feel like that's such, like, an aggressive <laughs> mood, like, or move. Like, what if you wanted to get rid of it, but you're too lazy to, like, take it to the dump? <laughs> so you just, like, just put go it, put it nicely on someone's lawn. someone else's lawn. Just wait for them to question it. <laughs> They're like, what do we, what do we do with this? Maybe this was also the time where clowns were popping up in random oh, places. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> when that was a thing, thank God it's not anymore. I'd rather have that than what's going on right now. Oh, wait. Yeah. Not cool. Goodbye, you guys. We love you. Yeah. Uh, listen to us wherever you get your podcast. And also, don't forget, we have merch available on our website, whatswiththeneighbors.com. Just click on the merch. And also on there, you can, like, donate to us, join our Patreon, our and coffee, get... Buy us a coffee. Buy us a coffee. Our Patreon includes, like, us burping and, like, 20 minutes of us, like, goofing around or messing up tonight. My so. kid looked like she had... <laughs> she was on crack. Amy threw possibly threw something at. Piece, I threw something at the dog because she wouldn't stop licking No dogs herself. were harmed in the making of no, this podcast. I, so. I think I missed her, but <laughs> uh, she absolutely did. Um, we yeah we we want, and let me just say that when you guys, if you guys join our Patreon, which is only five dollars or three dollars a month. That is supporting us, and that gives us motivation to continue to do what we're doing, and it gives us motivation to give you, give back to you yeah. for the Patreon. Yeah, this is this is still like our hobby. Like this yeah. is still what we do. To, like we enjoy doing this. Yeah. So like, help us fund enjoying this by helping you enjoy it i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> well we want to give back to you help so us help you guys exactly i yeah. look directly and at it's the only five that. bucks a yeah. month or three that's bucks less a month. than netflix guys yeah. come on now and we all know that we really want to do a paint night or like some kind of tie-dye night or something guys so yeah hurry up and get on patreon because it's only going to be patreon exclusive exclusive yep. so if we have enough enough subscribers to the patreon we can do a paint night for free for you guys eventually so which is like super dope and it's private and everything like that we'll have we're have a we have a episode coming out rolling out soon for only patreon listeners yes 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 so um get on it lots of exclusive stuff and you know what if you can't do any of that stuff share Yes. Share our Absolutely. podcast. Sharing the us. podcast is like such a huge help. That's, yeah. If anything, it's 
a little bit bigger. It's a lot bigger. It's so. a lot bigger. Yeah, share and talk. Good Repost about it us. to the page. We have already um, saved posts in our page and in our uh, yeah Facebook group. Just go to the pin posts. Yes, our pin posts that you can share of our podcast. On our Twitter, you can share our stuff. On Instagram, you can share our stuff. Yeah, talk about us. Talk to us about your your. With your stitch us on TikTok if you want. Yeah, is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Or duet. Yeah, duet us on TikTok. Duet us, or you can also repost. Yeah, you can use our sound if you want. Yeah. What's with the neighbors? Bye. Yeah. Bye. Oh, guys. Say hi to your cats for us. Yeah. And what's with the neighbors? Bree and Amy out. Oh, oh, Bree and Amy out. Have you checked in on the neighbors lately? What's with the neighbors? Psh.